Welcome to Young Adult at Heart, Great YA Reads for All Ages. I'm Kristen, and with me is... The fabulous Alexis. <laughs> Today we are presenting Labyrinth Lost by Zoraida Cordova. This book was chosen by Alexis. Yay! So well, she- well, kind of yay. <laughs> yay, it's not. It's Stephanie Meyer, yay! <laughs> Small miracles. So can you give us a summary of the book? I can. I can. I can. First of all, this is the first book in what will be the Brooklyn Brujas trilogy. I like that title. Trilogy-wise, it's fun to say. The Brooklyn the Brujas. Yeah. Sounds like a sports team. Yeah, it does. <laughs> okay. Labyrinth Lost. Um, this book is about a young bruja named Alex. She lives in Brooklyn, as you can tell from the title. Uh, she is a bruja in a long family of brujas. They have a long history of it, alive and dead. And her death day celebration is coming. It's the day where her family gets together. They celebrate her coming into her powers. And then they have to conjure the spirits of their ancestors. I love that. Yeah. And they have to, to grant her their blessing in order to use her powers. Or, you know, some things happen and you don't find that out until later in the book. But she decides she wants no part of this. She thinks magic has ruined her family because Mm -hmm. her dad left when she was young and crazy things are just happening now. So she decides to trust a near stranger. His name is Nova. And she looks up a spell and thinks that she can just give the magic back. And instead, she kind of feeds all of her family alive and dead to the underworld. (laughs) Fun! <laughs> yeah. And then she has to go rescue them. And that's the story. That's actually a really good summary. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I've gotten pretty good at it. You, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to explain what a bruja is? Yes. It is a, well, for lack of a better term, a witch. Anybody with magical powers. Specifically in, um, they don't give a specific heritage, but the author did a lot of research into like Mexican culture, Spanish culture, Latina. Yeah, cultures. Latina, some African culture too. She kind of melded a bunch of things together, but I think she did it very well. But we'll get to that later. And there was a line in the book. <clears throat> what was it? Something along the lines of um like not all, not uh brujas are witches, but not all witches are brujas. Yes, it's kind of like the the square and rectangle thing, like a, a rectangle is a square, a square but a square is not a rectangle. Or I might be saying that backwards. I have no idea. Oh, because the sides of a rectangle, uh, the rule of a rectangle is the opposite sides have to be the same length, which is the same for a square, except for a square, all of the sides have to be the same length. So a square is not a rectangle, but a rectangle is a, I'm saying it backwards still. My degree is in English and library (laughs) science, my degrees. I I, I don't have any degrees (laughs) in math. I just really remembered that from high school. (laughs) (laughs) It, It works. It works. So... This is the first book we've talked about that was magic, right? Is we've it? we've yeah. done dystopian, mm-hmm. adult, sadness. Mm-hmm. We've done, oh. but this is our first. Sadness. This is our first really just magic book with high fantasy world building. It's, it's more. You have to suspend your disbelief more than in anything else that we've read. Yes. Yes, because it's not like we're traveling to other planets. Yeah, it's more, it's here, but there's just stuff you don't know about. It was pretty cool. I thought she did a beautiful job with it, world building wise. I didn't spend much time in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. It was only the very beginning and the very end. Yeah. But when they went to the underworld, Los Los Lagos? Los Lagos? I say Los Lagos, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was wonderfully drawn out. Was, was there a map in the beginning? I might be thinking of a different book. I could see. Alexis she had and I a like map. maps. <laughs> she had, yes, there's a map in the beginning. I thought I remembered the map. It, oh, yeah. I forgot about the map. Even just glancing at it the one time, I could easily picture where everything was happening in the travel throughout the story, and I know this is going to sound crazy. I don't have any kids, but my nieces and nephews watch Dora the Explorer a lot. When they are going on the journey or whatever they're doing to find whatever they're doing, they have to follow the three points of the map 
And I felt like I kind of got that from this, but in a more complex and mature kind of way. I really, you know what? I like maps. I went right by this, and I shouldn't have. Look, it says right there, look twice. Look twice. That's the motto of the book. It really is. And, you know, I normally ignore maps ever since I tried reading The Hobbit when I was, like, nine, and I just couldn't get through it. It's a lot of singing in 11 Z's yeah. and yeah. second lunches. I love The Hobbit. I'd give it another shot now as an adult, but as a kid, I couldn't do it. I understand. All right. So you mentioned our main character, Alex. Yes, Alex. Our dear, our dear Alex. She is an encantrix. But she doesn't realize that. She doesn't know that until after her entire family is in hell. <laughs> so it's, I'm going to butcher it. Al- Alexandra? No, that's another I think it's Alejandra. Alejandra, that sounds yeah. much prettier. Yeah. Okay, yes, it's that. But she goes by Alex, and I'm <clears throat> going to say Alex because that is much easier. Yeah, that's what she goes by typically throughout it. Nobody really calls her Alejandra except her mm. Aunt Ro, I think. Yeah, the, the, her, the older yeah. women of the family. Yeah, but it's like that just in life in general. Yeah. So she is almost 16 years old. Mm-hmm. She's in high school. Mm-hmm. She is the middle child. Poor thing. Oh, yeah. Older <laughs> sister, Lula, who's beautiful. Yes. And perfect. Yep. Has kind of a scummy boyfriend. Was he scummy? No. Max? I think he's kind of clueless. He, he seemed... Ophie to me. Oh. I, he wasn't. I, he wasn't drawn out well enough to. I like that his name was get a Max M A K S. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, those little millennials. Yeah. <laughs> um, then her younger sister is Rose. I don't know how old she is, but she just seems very kind and yeah. compassionate and um, very smart. But I think it has to do with her magic too. Yeah. But Alex is really smart too. She's. She's incredibly book smart. She avoids the magic. Yes. So her sisters, her her younger sister does both. Mm-hmm. She's book smart and magic smart. Lula is just magic smart and doesn't really care about school. Mm-hmm. Doesn't think it's ever going to affect her because mm-hmm. she was going to do work with her magic. And Alex wants nothing to do with it. So she focuses a lot on school. So the book starts off when they were younger and <clears throat> Alex's godmother, her aunt Rosario, Aunt Ro, dies. And Alex sneaks out of bed to witness the ceremony that happens after her death. It was dark. Yes. And um, she watches, like, the corpse pretty much rise from the dead. And that's when she decided that maybe she wasn't really feeling that whole magic thing. Um, Since then, her father disappears. Mm -hmm. Her cat died. She She killed killed the cat. cat. I don't remember how. Yeah. With her magic. She believes that... Her father was afraid of her and her magic, and that's why her dad left. And no one realizes she has this magic. She she hid it. Yes, and she was keeps act- it buried. And she was acting like there was no magic mm-hmm. until she couldn't control it anymore. Until she accidentally attacked a boy in school. And a snake came out of his mouth. Pretty cool, though. Yeah. I have to say, it was pretty it awesome. It was like Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. A smoke snake. <laughs> it's great. It's the dark mark. <laughs> You're a wizard. <laughs> Uh, so Alex just her dream um, is just to be normal she wants to be a normal teenage girl what is normal though normal is different for everyone it is she wanted to be the I guess the the stereotypical plain average American normal she wanted to be boring she didn't want people giving them weird looks talking about them she was very stereotypical yes right yeah I mean like, despite the coolness of the book, she was that same angsty stereotype mm-hmm. that you read in most books where there's something a little quirky about you, and you hate that quirk, but everyone else is like, cool. But un- un- after she, like, embraced the magic, I noticed a difference in her. Yes. Yeah. Much so stronger. I-, I liked her better post-magic as opposed to pre-magic. I think she liked herself more, too. Yeah. And so did love triangle okay take a deep breath (laughs) now let's discuss let's discuss her two other characters i I had a mislike characters i i put nova as a main character only because of the way things end okay he has he has his own motives he has his own backstory he has his own arc do you want to talk about nova 
He's a bad boy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, yeah, he's a bad boy. And I got that right off the bat, and I was like, oh, great, the bad boy that they almost hit by a car, and he's mysteriously in the shop and tells her all these secret things that she's not supposed to know. Wonder what's going to happen. Heard he spent three years in juvie. Ugh. Tattoos up his arms. I do like that as a rule of the magic. We'll get into that. that we'll get, I, yeah, I, I that loved cool. the rules of the magic. It was awesome. I did not feel any chemistry between them. I There were all. like sentences where she would be like, I can feel his arms around me or oh, I can feel his heartbeat. And like attraction maybe, but there was yeah. no chemistry. No, there wasn't really any all. anything between anyone to be completely honest not that i could tell i don't know if i skimmed it or i got nothing yeah i got absolutely nothing i was feeling it it was kind of a bummer i liked his story arc i liked his character yeah i was very surprised yes how much i liked the story arc i think he had more of a story arc a backstory and a personality than the Big bad, the devourer. I, she the had devourer. She was. I put her as a side character, and I almost didn't put her down at all. Maybe we can talk about her later. Yeah, that was our bad guy. Some bad guy. We weren't terrifying. We weren't Are you impressed. shaking in your boots? No. The devourer. I can't even say that word. Devourer. Is this her first book? Mm, I'm not sure. Oh Perhaps? no, it's not. No, it's not. That would explain. Oh, she did write the vicious deep. I forgot. That one's about mermaids. Oh. Yeah. Vicious mermaids. Yeah. I, I heard it was good. Okay. I had a friend who loved it. Okay. All right. So we have Nova, and then we also have Rishi. Rishi is her, is Alex's best friend mm-hmm. in high school. Mm-hmm. She's Indian, right? I think so. Her mom, she talks about her mom cooking um, dal, maybe? I can't remember. And the henna. Yeah. But she's, like, she kind of beats to her own drum. She's quirky. Yeah. I liked her. I didn't. (laughs) But you don't really, like, there's not a lot there. There's nothing there. Which is interesting because of how the book ends up going. Like, they're, like, you get that she, they're friends because Alex keeps saying that they're friends. Let me put it this way. You meet Rishi in the beginning of the book. Mm Mm-hmm. And Rishi says, oh, you never hang out with me, blah, blah, blah. And Alex is like, yeah, no, I'll I'll meet up with you, I promise. And then the snake comes out of the kid's mouth, and she goes home, and Rishi's trying to get in contact with her. You don't see Rishi again for, like, I don't know, ten scenes, maybe? Yeah. Until they're in the middle of the underworld, and she literally comes out of nowhere, falls from the sky, comes out of nowhere. Wearing wings. Wearing wings. In combat boots, purple boots. Because she fell into a magical hole and happened to end up waiting for Alex in a cave. <laughs> I, uh, it sounds so unbelievable, Alexis. I, well. <laughs> was. The story is set up from the beginning as being about Alex and Nova. Mm-hmm. He jumps in front of the car to get into her life in any kind of way possible, Mm -hmm. meets up with her at the store, Mm -hmm. he ends up at her party, Mm -hmm. he helps her get into the underworld, he helps her get through the underworld, uses his magic to help her get across the the river of souls trying to kill them, and all of a sudden, Rishi's there. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? No, I, I I totally do. I don't want to give anything away. We're not giving anything. No, no, no. Away, I will no. In my head, like I have things yeah. I want to say, but I don't want to. That's yeah. why I, I don't want to give them away as I talk. I I initially liked Rishi being there because I thought it kind of broke up. Yeah, it, it broke up just the two of them traveling through the underworld, and I don't know, like like if it was like adult romance, right? Like two, two people alone. Yeah, obviously you know what would happen. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, oh, cool, like a third person's in there. This kind of changes like the dynamic. Well, that kind of turns it into there's a, a hero's journey trope where it's the main character with the two best friends and yeah. they all travel together and they all support each other. But that's not exactly what this is. Because it's, it's a love triangle. Barely. It barely. is 
barely a love triangle with no chemistry nothing there's from anyone oh it's like harry potter what what love triangle harry potter how everybody wanted harry to end up with hermione and oh and yeah i always wanted her with ron I, lo- I love them. Even like the first book, I'm like, they're so cute together. I honestly didn't really care at that age about anybody ending up together. I was, I was so young when I read it. Oh, I was old. You know, I was I was all about the magic. Yeah. But I was, an, I guess I was legally an adult, so. Yeah, whatever. They were cute. Okay. Okay. So, I feel like we're, we're jumping a bit. Um, Sorry. No, no. no it's, it's, there's a, it's, it makes for a better conversation when you don't <laughs> like what's happening. Well, this is true. All right, so all these awful things have been happening to Alex. I forgot about Aunt Roe. Did we talk about Aunt Roe? Just that she died. But she's still there. Well, kind of. That's it towards the end. Yeah. I mean, all of the other ghosts show up except Aunt Roe, and Alex is like, what if she's mad at me? Yeah, no Aunt Roe and no dad. Yeah. Hmm, where could they be if they're not showing up to my desk today? <laughs> so, all right, Alex does uh, not want her powers. They plan this elaborate death day ceremony which she does not want to be a part of not only have all these horrible things happened like before but once her powers sort of break the surface Mm -hmm. other things start happening and it's quite obvious someone wants alex things start attacking them in the house and her mother is scared and she's worried about her siblings and Alex, I mean, you see pretty fast how powerful of a bruja Alex is. Even when she can't control her power, she's yeah. she's powerful. Um, but she decides that when they go to do the death day ceremony, she's going to try to give back her powers. Backfires. Everyone gets sucked into this other dimension. And Alex has to go and get them with the help of Nova, which, by the way, I was like, how does he know how to make a portal? Mm-hmm. Into this other... Yeah. I just chalked it up to the, the stereotypical bad boy... I can, I can do anything. Things. Yeah. He's also... He's the insider, if we're going to the stereotypes. Oh. He, he knows things that she needs to know because she's new to this world and... But she's making him go with her. And yeah. He doesn't want to go. I will say the author did tie all that nicely. Because yes. there's all this stuff where I'm like, this is so lame yeah and i can't believe she's doing this but at the end i was like oh now i get it yeah yeah i was pretty surprised at the twist mm-hmm. do i believe it i'm not sure if i could suspend my disbelief that much yeah 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 do you want to talk about los lagos it was beautiful it for some reason, I immediately started thinking of Alice in Wonderland. Oh, I could see that. I don't know why, but yeah. even um, the party, like uh, like the tea party yeah. scene with yeah. the woodland creatures. Yeah. I, I could see the parallels there. I again, I don't know why I kept coming back to Dora <laughs> in my head, <laughs> picturing the map, singing along. I really, really need to stop watching Dora the Explorer. I I liked that because it was a new world. It had its own rules. Yes, things could change. People changed. Creatures changed. You know, look twice. Yes, again. Yes, I liked how well built it was you could tell she put a lot of work into crafting this entire place and a lot of the details i definitely recognized from other mythology oh, over yeah, the years absolutely like the ferryman yeah she beautiful research she she did she did good for what she did yeah and the the, the lost souls living under the water mm-hmm. that were trying to get them i thought that was really cool yeah. it, I, li- I like that part um, from there, do you want to go into what we what we liked about the book? We obviously loved Los Lagos, yes, and and the mythology and there was there were oh, some really so cool much. scenes. I had trouble tracking time. I did too. I wasn't sure how long they were there. I don't know if time works differently there. 
they said that time time was like not relevant there. Yeah. Well, Nova said time wasn't relevant. Yeah. But and I mean, by the time it's done, they're it's like minutes after. Yeah. Everything first happened in our world. But did they sleep at all? Like I don't remember anyone ever taking no. a nap, and they were always so hungry and thirsty. Yeah. But that's also a thing in Greek mythology too. With uh, oh, I can't remember the story. I I do know that since you don't know how time is passing, you are very hungry and very thirsty because time is passing very quickly. So it's like days, but minutes. Did you, you know? Did you ever read Percy Jackson? No. The Rick Riordan no. series. I think I read the first one, but I don't quite remember it. It's been it's been years, but um, it's Greek mythology and everything. It, everything in the story is modern, but it ties into a myth. And yes. they end up at, like, Percy Jackson ends up, like, at this kind of arcade casino-type place. And there's all these, like, kids there. Um, and he's noticing, like, their really crazy fashion. And it's because they've been stuck there for, like, eternity. And they don't realize the time oh. is going on around them. Like, they're, they just think they're having a good time. Oh, that's how and, a real casino works, too. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> And it just it sort of had that same feel, like you just don't know yeah. what yeah. time For happened. as much as they were doing that they had to do, I kind of feel like they should have been there longer. Yeah. And they had a lot to go through. They had to cross the river and then go through the caves. And then through, this does sound like Door of the Explorer. And then around the mountain. Yes. <laughs> They find the mountain first. Yeah. What were the character, the bird-like women characters? Oh, I don't I'd have thought about them. I liked them, though. Yes. Yeah. So there was a group of women birds, and they started off as birds, and they kind of transformed into women. Yeah. Um, the leader, her name was Madra, and she was talking a little bit about her history. So all of her other, she's in charge, and all of her other companions, they age and they die, but she is forced to live forever um she's cursed because they have a cave and men are not allowed in the cave but a man whispered in her ear Mm -hmm. got into the cave tried to steal the jewels they were guarding and then she's cursed forever Mm -hmm. and i feel like no matter what mythology you're reading some man is always whispering in a woman's ear (laughs) And we're always uh, getting in trouble. <laughs> topical. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I, I liked that. I liked that Nova ended up trying to steal yes, from them. Yes. Exactly what she said would happen. And now it's just like he won't do that. It's fine. I just need him back because we need to go. Lo and behold. Yeah, I know. Tries to steal. Yeah. Once a thief, always a thief. Absolutely. Once a bad boy, always a bad boy. Absolutely. Yeah. But it was it was cool because at that point, Alex was more comfortable with her power and learning yes. how to use her power. Yeah. And uh, Madra had three soldiers that were, were dying. Yeah. yeah. So Alex said, okay, I will heal this person if you release Nova. Mm-hmm. I will heal this person if you help us update our map. And then Madra said, well, what about this third person? And Alex said, I'm just going to heal her because it's the right thing to do. And Madra said, okay, whenever you need me now, I am here. Yeah. It was it was a good look at her character and her coming into her power. Mm-hmm. And she also did, she had kind of a guide along the way that wasn't Nova. Her family was able to reach out through, I guess, astral projection, yeah. you would call it. Yeah. yeah. And walk her through it. So they, they helped with the healing, and they helped with when they were in the field with the fairies later. Oh, my gosh. That was probably my favorite scene. Because it was, it was so best. disturbing. Yes. It was so disturbing. It was very grotesque in the best way. It, it just felt like so many different things to me. It yeah. felt like um, it felt like the Mad Hatter Tea Party, and it felt like, that scene from Hook where they're eating imaginary food. Yes, yes. Boomerang. And I felt like I was looking kind of at a moving Amy Brown painting. Oh. She she does fairies. I used to I used to love yeah, her fairies. Yeah. yeah. She does fairies and I felt like I I could see it so clearly, especially when the illusion mm-hmm. falls and mm-hmm. things kind of go crazy. Yeah. It also reminded me of Cassandra Clare's Mortal Instruments. 
because there was a scene where they went to a fairy party. Oh, really? And, yes. Oh. I think that was later on, like later on in the books. Yeah. And I some won't of, lie, so, didn't make it far. I, if, if there were six, I read five of them. I were finished. I never made it past the second. I understand. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> but one of the parties, they're like, "Don't eat the food." Like I know you don't. You don't eat fairy food. Yeah. That's just a, a general rule in all of mythology. If you're in a different world, don't eat it. Don't look back. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't eat the look food. Back. Don't eat the food. This is not a hard concept. Yeah. Although I guess if you're starving. It really was my favorite scene because it, yeah. it was dark. Ugly. Yeah. Beautifully written. Yeah. But then the devourer came in and kind of ruined it for me. Do you want to talk about the devourer? Yeah. Well, we might as well. We should. We should. I, you start. I thought she was lame. Yes. Right? Completely. As far as villains go, in any book I've read, she might be the weakest villain. She would just, like, pop in. She reminded me of the Wicked Witch of the West. She'd pop in, ah! Yeah. I'll get you, my pretty. And then she'd leave. Yeah. (laughs) And then she'd show up, like, in the next chapter. I'm back again! Ooh. I'm gone. It's like, what? She, if she was so set on killing Alex, why didn't she? All of these opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. No. If anything, she was just giving her more time to figure out how to, how to beat her. I, you don't give your enemies more time to come up with a better plan. It was, it was weak. Yeah. She didn't, I didn't get any backstory from her. I didn't understand any motives. Were there motives? It was just that she wanted power. She was banished to this land, and now she wanted power so she could escape the land and get more power. They did say, someone did say in the beginning that an enchantrix, the power can be used to numb or give a high. So it's kind of like a drug. Okay, so she was supposed to be an addict. Yes. Still could have used a little bit more than what we were given. I pretty much feel like the devourer everything that was wrong with her that was what was wrong with this story because there was just no connection yes backstory connection feels i got nothing i will give zoraida major props for the amount of work that she did into the world building and coming up with the rules of the magic. She she developed an entire new world with multiple facets, different creatures living in it, rules of the magic, rules of the world, linking it to different mythologies and cultures. It was fantastic. She really dropped the ball with having the characters connect to each other, though. So Alexis and I were talking before we started, and we both read an arc of a book called The Scorpion Rules yes. in 2015. Although I don't think I read it. I think I brought oh. it home to read it, but I did not read it. Oh. You told me to. Oh, fail. I fail. Know, I, know. I read a book called The Scorpion <laughs> Rules. I read an arc. And it was the same kind of love triangle, like where it was the main female character, and then in comes this guy, and you're like, oh, here we go. And then she's like, oh, wait, no, I think I love my female best friend instead, which is fine. But there was, like, no chemistry. This book had no chemistry. Relationships build gradually. You meet somebody. You start to connect with them. Conversations have everyday real-life connection and mental connection. Mm -hmm. And over time, it builds to a relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you get that at all from this? No. I thought the chemist had more chemistry. I, I'll, I'll have to agree with that. <laughs> See? <laughs> I, I have to agree with that. It was... Uh, it was... Ke- it felt so flat for me, chemistry-wise. That is probably the number one driving force for me in a story. Like, I need... A connection. I, I need people to be connected because I want to oh, see completely. Yeah. what happens to them. Yeah. And the book started off so cool. I actually put something on our on our Facebook page about you know how much I was enjoying the beginning of oh, the I remember book. Writing that, yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, there's I got I got nothing. Yeah. I got I got nothing anymore. Yeah. 
Well, a character can't exist. I heard this so many times in grad school. A character can't exist on her own. She doesn't live alone in the world. Yeah. He doesn't live alone in the world. Whoever, it, yeah. whatever gender you might be writing, there will always be other connections unless you kill off literally everyone and everything on the planet and they are existing by themselves, but then it's boring. Yeah. You want to see how people relate to other people. And do you want to talk about things you like now for a little bit? I feel like we, it was just this, that was kind of like a... I don't, I don't know. I think we, I think we did pretty even. I, think so. yeah. I have quite a few things I like that I can talk yeah. about. We, we didn't say we didn't like a lot about the book. It was just one overarching thing that kind of plagued the rest of the story. Other parts of it, I mean, I was telling Kristen the whole time I was reading it that I was enjoying it. Very much so. I am big on magic in books and in world building and having rules and regulations. And if you do this, this is the consequence. Like the the consequence of using the magic in here without Mm -hmm. having your ancestor's blessing. I thought that was very cool. That was amazing. Yeah. It made so much sense. And the recoil. Yes, that too. That too. So even when you do good things, like Alexa's gets hurt Mm -hmm. and I use my power to heal her I get the recoil back and I take the pain onto me yeah that's cool would literally develop bruises if the if you took a bruise off of my head it would end up on yours that's kind of awesome yeah very cool it shows balance everything has to be balanced as it should be yeah she did great with that I loved that honestly if I could probably take out any aspect of any mention of romance, I would be a happier person because the book was fantastic yeah. without that. And I like to talk about a couple of things that I really liked that I thought were awesome. So at one point, Alex says, right now, I'm just a girl, and there's also magic in that. Awesome. Love that too. Empowering. Yes, yes, yes. Love it. I think I took a picture of that. It was, that was a great, that was a great line. Mm. I liked... Another thing I liked, um, there was a scene where Alex had just kicked some butt and Nova and Rishi go off to like gather supplies and Alex decides to take a little dip into the water to kind of... Yeah, that was a very Beyonce moment. Yeah. And she comes out and she's naked. Because something else happened too, but she comes out, she's naked and everyone's staring at her. She's beautiful. She's like glowing. She's glowing. Yeah. Which was cool. But actually, I'm, I'm mixing up my scenes. You know what? Forget that part. Rewind. Rewind. <laughs> Nova had commented about how strong she was. That's that's more. Uh, Forget okay. the beauty. Let's go yeah. back to the strength. Yeah. Um, and Alex says, well, I play volleyball. I run. And I weight lift. And I was like, yes, yeah. you weight lift. It's good to have characters, female characters, doing things like that because real females do. You do. I, well, I, I, do, I lift. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Normalized <laughs> lifting for girls. Yes. It's the best thing ever. So that was really, really great. I was excited. So, I mean, then, I mean, you can even go into saying, you know, Alex is a female. She, she's a, a woman of color. Mm-hmm. They're in an urban setting. Mm-hmm. There were things about this that were great like those are great things yeah it was good to not have what has been explained to me as whitewashing in young adult literature mm-hmm. um not i don't want that to sound any way but that's just how, how it was explained to me with even the characters you have on the cover of books if you look at young adult books they're usually it's usually actually the same two models it's a lot of the same models yeah and yeah. just average Caucasian female and male. And this, the cover of this, gorgeous. It is gorgeous. She's got a, a Day of the Dead paint Man. on her on her face. She's got the mask going. It's gorgeous. Yeah, beautiful. It's probably one of the prettier covers. I was and I was seen. actually attracted to the cover before I knew what the book was about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm happy that it wasn't less than what I thought it would be. Yeah. In that aspect. Now, after mentioning how great I thought some of these things were, I like to talk about 
more issues that I had with was the book. Was it Rishi because she was my issue? No, no, it's issues with Alex. And, and yeah. it has to do with the tropes. Like, there were just a lot of th- them. There were too many to count. Yeah. And um, that's not to say I have a, a problem with tropes. If you're going to do it, do it well. Yes. We have all right, so we have a list of tropes that we like to sort of reference. Yes. And there Quite are a long list, there's actually. fifteen tropes. Yes. Out of those fifteen, we checked off one, two, three, four, five, seven. Mm-hmm. Seven tropes. Yep. And then and he walked book. in. Mm-hmm. Yes. He being the bad boy, which is trope number two. Mm-hmm. The bad boy being the insider, which is trope number three. Yes. <laughs> so I mean really much pretty much n- Nova's book kind of pushed the book yes. forward because Alex would have been totally lost without him. She needed an insider, and I, I get wanting him to play multiple roles. I, it was heavy-handed at times. It was. It was. Yeah. And she's just so... She was so angsty. Yes. The angst drove me insane. Yes. yes. Well, I guess you would be angsty if you just banished your entire family living in dead to hell. But she never talked to anyone. That was my biggest problem. Like, and I get she's a teenager, but she had all these worries and all these concerns, and no one in this book like is noticed. talking. Well, no yeah. one's talking. Like, no one is communicating. Yeah. And you find out later on down the book some stuff about um, the mom, Carmen, and her struggle was so similar to Alex's. And yeah. it's like, why couldn't you just communicate? That could come back to there's a stigma about mental health issues in the world and specifically in this country and and I come from a a background of don't talk about it Mm -hmm. if you don't talk about it it's not real you don't have to address it Mm -hmm. and I kind of got that feeling from this not saying that's the right way to do it I'm not saying that's a good thing you should be happy with your power you shouldn't not want and if you have things you're working through, you should reach out to somebody because nobody should ever have to be alone mm-hmm. when they're going through something like that. And Alex purposely made herself alone. Yes, she distanced herself big time. To the point where several different characters in her family who are trying to communicate through the astral plane mentioned, mm-hmm. you are so hard to reach. Yes. I mean, her Aunt Ro. Yeah. Since I've been trying for years yeah, to reach you. Yeah, she, it's been literal radio silence from her, and Alex doesn't understand why. And lo and behold, she's the reason. Yeah, she, she did it to herself. And I, I mean, I get that you need that to move the story forward. Yeah, but there's got to be a better way to do it. Yeah, or at least a less, I guess, a less sad way. You know. Yeah. And maybe if I was a teenager, it wouldn't have bothered me. So much, but as an adult, it was, it was annoying. Yes, it was very annoying. Yes, Rishi annoyed me more than anybody. Oh, that's fine. You can talk about her. I liked her. I I would have liked her. I think she got a bum deal. I think she deserved more than what she got mm-hmm. from a writing perspective. Mm-hmm. She is the quirky best friend. It's a trope, of course. Yeah, she's non-existent. At all in the story, she, I, I've marked teeny, teeny little lines where she'll she'll say things like, at the end of chapter thirty, she she leans in to Alex, and tells her she'll follow her into the darkest dark, and that's cute. And it reminded me of lyrics from a Death Cab for Cutie song, and, <laughs> and I was like, well, it's kind of weird that you're saying that to your best friend, but I guess if you like super trust her, it's fine. Oh, I do immediately. Like, oh, she's in love with her. I, I didn't. I didn't get that. Is it for that? A like, while. That, that's I didn't what get I it realized. For a while. And from Alex, I got nothing Mm-mm. from her. I didn't think she was even slightly interested. I didn't think she noticed if Rishi was interested in her. Rishi, I feel bad. Rishi should have had more. She almost died for her friend. Yeah. Well, yeah, her friend. Yeah. For what? Well, Alex was willing to give up her magic for her. Yeah, but she also neglected to notice her for quite a long time. I kind of get the feeling now, in retrospect, Rishi's been uh, harboring 
a lot of feelings for Alex for a while. Rishi probably had insta-love. Yeah, and yet Alex was just like, blinders? I don't I don't know. I, I think she got a bum deal. I think she deserves more than Alex, especially since I think they're not going to stay together. It was weird. It's a very weird ending. Yeah. And it's going to be a trilogy. Yes, but, but the others aren't about Alex. So, all right, so we were talking about this before we started podcasting and there's a couple of ways to do this um the lunar chronicles never read them still you are missing i know you loved them and that's cinder scarlet which one's cress is it called cress yeah i think that was the last one that, I remember that the winter's the oh, winter's oh, it was, oh the four okay. of them yeah and um they're, they're retold fairy tales set in the future and it starts with Cinder, and I knew going in, I already knew about Scarlet. So I'm like, oh, it's going to be another character. I don't want to read it. But every time a new book came out, um, Marissa Meyer just kept adding to the characters. Uh-huh. So the books got thicker and thicker because there, okay. there were more characters. Yeah. Um, and more points of view, okay. which was really, really great. So I don't know if that's something that's going to happen with this trilogy, like, well, if, if it's going to be Lula next, will yeah. we still get Alex's point of view, or will it strictly be Lula? I feel like, I mean, and I liked this a lot, the family unit as a whole was a very close family. It was very important to both the author and to the characters, and it was prevalent throughout the whole story. I feel like even if it is in Lula's point of view, which I, I believe the author said it will be, she, okay. she put up a line of dialogue on Goodreads, Go check it out. Her Pinterest page is gorgeous. It seems like it'll be in Lula's point of view, but it immediately she's talking about Alex and like things that happened in the first book. So I get the feeling that their lives are too entangled to not incorporate one another. You yeah. know. Do you think you'll read the next one? Probably. I wasn't really feeling the character bonds like you like we discussed but mm-hmm. i loved the magic just so much i i would read it yeah i don't think i'm gonna read it <laughs> you don't have maybe, to. maybe if you if you give it a glowing review maybe yeah. i'll read it um i probably would have not finished if we weren't doing it eh, it's fine this. yeah it, it was it didn't didn't do anything for me. It was a, a bit of a trek to get through, like, the last third of it. And it wasn't even, like, it's not a big book. It's only 300 no, pages. yeah. It was a quick read, but it it got to the point of slogging through it. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. I've got other things I want to read. I don't want to slog. There were some chapters where I was more interested in, there are short lines of text from, I guess, the, the Bruja, like, the Family Magic Yeah, the Cantos. Book. Yeah. yeah. And it would give you backstory on like the deities or, or a little just bit of the poetry, world. yeah, or like mentions of spells and stuff. And I was more interested in that sometimes than yeah than the story. I I agree. And I just before I read this one, I finished a book with a really awesome female main character. Oh, what you mean? I read um oh no uh the female of the species oh you were saying that was really good it was incredible and that main character was so tough and there was no fluff and she was just very straightforward and to go to this and all the angst i'm like yeah i just don't want to do angst right now i'm on the opposite end of angst spectrum right now i'm reading the handmaid's tale oh oh (laughs) yeah I went from dark to dark. <laughs> you, you, you went from like pitch black dark. Yeah. All right. So, anything else you want to add before we rate? Oh, well, what did you rate it angst level wise? I gave it a six, which is a Katniss, which is just a reluctant yeah. hero, and even a, like who will you choose as your love interest? Uh, yes. It was she was so much yeah. Katniss in that regard. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. Not quite the same as Cadness because Cadness did it to save her sister, whereas Alex kind of messed up and yeah. then had to save her sisters. Yes, <laughs> yes. But yes, I would I would agree. Cadness level, especially with the whole 
reluctant pretend love triangle thing. Something else I think I just thought of. So it will be a trilogy, but obviously other sisters, other points of view. Not that I wanted to stay in this world longer. I feel like maybe more could have been developed if it was three books about Alex. Yes. I think the difference is that Obviously, in this first book, you spend most of the time in Los Lagos, mm-hmm. and you know, things happen, the world changes there, it ends. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're ever going to go back there. I don't quite get that feeling. Mm-mm. I f- feel like at least maybe this next book, especially if it's in the older sister's perspective, because she lives so solidly in the world of Brooklyn, I feel like it'll take place in Brooklyn. Yeah. You know? Maybe. And I'd like to see that more developed. I mean, Brooklyn is a, a real place, so I'd like to go there and be like, oh, this is where they did this spell. It'd be great. Yeah. And <laughs> something else about the book. So it was it was all magic and, like, you know, witchcraft. And then, like, the last, like, three pages, it's like, oh, here comes a vampire needing our help because yeah. we know that you can heal us now. Things were a little crazy. And shapeshifters. So yeah. I think the next book's going to it's gonna get weird. Yeah. It, maybe that does interest me if it gets a little more weird. I'll let you know. Okay. I'll let you know. Okay. The next book's not out yet. I don't think it'll be out for a while. No, this book is fairly new. Yes. We've been trying to do more recent. I think it came yeah. out in December of 2016. So it's not even a year old yet. I think a little bit before that, we got this copy in October. Oh. So probably September. Okay, I got mine in January. That's why I was assuming it was yeah. December. Don't assume. Question. <laughs> All right, how would you rate this book? I had two different ratings oh. for it. Borderline A for the world building and the magic, because obviously I'm a huge fangirl of it. I raved about it the whole time. I took notes for myself for the next time I'm world building and mm-hmm. creating a magic system which i am at the moment i gave it a a c for the characters yeah for i wrote c for rishi but i I didn't want to throw her directly under the bus so c for like rishi and and the devourer and and alex's lack of emotional capacity to make connections yeah 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 i would do c plus b um, because there were things I really liked, but they didn't like me enough. Like me enough, they didn't. I didn't like it enough. To, <laughs> they didn't um, like you. They didn't, they, the book didn't like me. I, there were things I liked, but they did. They didn't do enough for me to like keep driving me forward. Yeah. And as a reader, I, I want to be motivated to keep reading. Yes, I was excited at first, and it started to to wear thin. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of sad. It's sad. All right. If you if you like this book or you like books about magic, what would you recommend, Alexis? I only wrote one recommendation, and I have been trying to get Kristen to read this since I read it. I know. In grad school, it was recommended to me by one of my advisors. It is Shadow Shaper by Daniel Jose Older. It was amazing. I can't, The cover is gorgeous. The world building is fantastic. The magic scheme... The interplay between the magical world and the the real world, it happens in the real world. Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. I will read it. I'll read it. I'd love it if you did. I I will. I'll read it and we'll talk about it. Um, I I used to read a lot of magic books and I just don't anymore. I don't think... I dropped off for a while too. Yeah. And I don't think magic is a really big push right now. Yeah. Like for a hot second, magic was one of those like vampire things. Um, but I had read a few years ago a book called Hex Hall by oh, Rachel Hawkins. I love that series. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a young woman and she's in school and, you know, she's got magic and she can kind of like, well, she could see through time, right? Yeah. Something yeah. Like that. Yeah. And there was like a, like a bad boy kind of, she had a crush on. Yeah. It and was, also the, like the groundskeeper, like a, a thing oh. with one of the... It was it it was weird yeah. for a bit, but like I re- they were fast reads. Yeah, they were fun. Yeah, they so, were good. And, and I checked, and we still have it in the system. I even think there's three years of them. Three or there four. Just, yeah. So um, we will link everything. Yeah. Um, Alexis picked this book, so I am taking next month. Please don't do a love triangle. 
I didn't know this was a love triangle. I don't think that's a love triangle. The book is called Optimists Die First, and it's by Susan Nielsen. And honestly, I just picked it out because I thought the cover looked really cool. The cover is really cool. I started reading it a couple weeks ago. Okay. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll be starting that soon. Um, but it's just a little different. Yeah. More realistic fiction again. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to bop back and forth a bit. Yeah, we don't want to do too many of the same in a row. Yeah. Get boring. We try to keep it interesting. Yeah. And, it, and it's newish. So we yeah. are trying also to keep books new. Yeah. Um, so on that note... Um, we have a website. It's www.camdencountylibrary.org slash Y-A-A-H hyphen podcast. And if you go on there, you'll see all of our episodes listed. If you click the link for today's episode, I think this is episode five. Yes. Um, we'll have a link. We'll have links to all of the books we mentioned today. And then we'll also have a link to the next book if you want to read it before we talk about it. Yeah. So we don't spoil it too much for you we really try not to spoil these and I'm, I'm very sorry if we do can i tell you a story real quick sure we got our first feedback on the podcast oh from an email and the feedback was that i spoiled the divergent trilogy for a woman because <gasps> she was only on book two. Oh no and in our blurb i had said how it ended oh no so um, it was forwarded to me from our webmaster and then I emailed her back, and I apologized profusely. So I'm very sorry for the things we spoil. Oh, Kristen. <laughs> and to make it even worse, we were talking about it at a meeting, and I was saying how bad I felt. And another coworker who's got younger daughters was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh, this trilogy, this happened. She goes, oh, I'm only on book two. Oh, you did it twice. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done talking for the day. Oh, so. that's a shame. Yeah. Oh, so the lesson I learned was even if a book is four or five years old, there yes. are people reading it for the first time. Yes. So I'm really sorry. <laughs> so there might be warnings now um, on our webpage being like, these are the books we're going to talk about. Spoiler. We need to triple check for spoilers. We, might, we might do some yeah. spoiling. Sorry. Oh, sorry. So yeah, on that note. Um, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening today. Yes, thank you for joining us. Uh, once again, um, you can find us on the library's website, www.camdencountylibrary.org. We now have a Facebook page. We do, and we are pretty responsive if you want to reach out, feedback, comments, questions, we anything like love, that. We'd love to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. So just search Young Adult at Heart. Yes. And we come right up. You'll see our faces. If you're looking for some great recommendations, um, you know, come on in, talk to us. Yeah. We have all kinds of stuff we'd like to recommend and not recommend. <laughs> <laughs> Our recommendations might be slightly different depending on which of us you ask. But that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll work it out. Yeah. And I think, I think that's it for me. Anything yeah. else? No, I think, I think we're good. All right. This will be up shortly, and uh, we look forward to seeing you all next month. Yes. Have a lovely holiday. Yes, yes. I forgot. Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. Have, a, have a great... Welcome to summer. Yeah. And on that... Go out and barbecue. Yes. Eat marshmallows. <laughs> yes. And chocolate. Mm -hmm. All the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is Kristen signing off. Bye.